Welcome to the 3D Parent Podcast. My name is Bevan Walters, your host and founder of The 3D Parent. I'm a certified parent coach and have spent the last decade living my calling in life, helping parents navigate the tough stuff like tantrums, sibling conflict, screen time overload, and managing the transition into the teenage years. My purpose is to provide you with the tools you need as a parent to lead with dignity, direction, and deep connection in your family relationships. My goal in creating the 3D Parent Podcast is to inform, empower, and increase confidence in parents so they can trust their instincts and make the best decisions possible for their families. For these reasons, I've rated this podcast FPEO for parents' ears only. Parenting is challenging, but you don't have to do it alone. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the 3D Parent Podcast. So today I'm going to talk about something that is coming up pretty soon, and that is Halloween. And here we are, another month into this pandemic, another month living with COVID-19 and taking precautions with our families and trying to navigate each new event as it arises, given all of the recommendations and safety precautions that we are having to consider when thinking about things like Halloween and what is safe and what is not safe and what we can do as families to still celebrate an occasion that is a lot of fun and a highlight of the year for most children during a time with so many restrictions. So I did some research for all of you and I dove in to take a look at what the CDC currently is recommending this year for Halloween. And unfortunately, a lot of things that we typically have done in our society to celebrate Halloween are not recommended and not considered safe this year. So I'm going to share with you the recommendations of things to avoid this year due to the pandemic, things that are maybe proceed with caution, moderate risk behaviors, and then you as a family could take different things you could make adjustments to try and make these different suggestions safer for you and your family if you decide to go down that road. And then of course, low or no risk activities, all of which could add up to a really great Halloween that is not full of scary disappointments, but more full of fun and celebration. So I'm gonna start off first with the bad news. And these are the activities that the CDC has deemed as unsafe and to be avoided. And number one, get the big one out of the way, traditional door-to-door trick-or-treating is on the list of to be avoided this year due to COVID-19, due to the risk of possible transmission from different people coming and going from houses, sometimes a bunch of kids crowd on front porches, and then just your exposure to lots of different people and homes and their potential germs. So avoid traditional door-to-door trick-or-treating. The next thing to avoid, this isn't something I'd ever really heard of before, but I could see how parents might consider this being a safer option. But again, the CDC has said no, and that is trunk or treat trick-or-treating. In other words, where families maybe gather together in a parking lot and they tailgate and kids go from trunk to trunk gathering candy that is being passed out by different grown-ups in a parking lot. Again, really difficult to maintain safe social distance, 
if you're at the back of your car passing out candy, it's really no different than if you were at your home passing out candy. So it also is to be avoided. Another thing to be avoided, many neighborhoods have an annual tradition of all the businesses holding kind of a couple hours of come in your costumes and they pass out candy to all of the kids of the neighborhood. This happens in my neighborhood in Seattle. That also, I don't know if that is being sponsored this year. I would guess no, but if it does happen to be sponsored, that is something also that landed on the CDC list of things to avoid due to risk. It's also advisable to stay away from any indoor Halloween parties that may be thrown Any place where people are gathering indoors, even with masks on, it's just a higher likelihood that the virus could be transmitted. Definitely any type of party, maybe an adult Halloween party where alcohol might be consumed is also a bad idea because as we all know, that lowers our defenses and people might become more likely to not be as cautious when it comes to the COVID-19 safety precautions that we all should be observing. Another thing would be indoor haunted houses. Again, think of crowds and also think of screaming. We've learned that certain activities like singing, screaming is similar in that you're projecting your voice and there's a chance that you might project little teeny tiny droplets of spit into the air. And since we know the virus is airborne, there's an increased risk of the virus transmitting indoors, haunted houses, and house parties that are happening with many people in crowded spaces. Those are both considered to be risky and to be avoided. The CDC also said avoid traveling to rural out-of-town festivals where you may be coming from an area where there's a higher transmission rate of the virus currently. And if you're going to these rural areas that maybe have a lower incidence, you might be actually bringing the virus with you without even knowing you may be asymptomatic and carrying the virus with you. So traveling to rural areas to go to harvest festivals and things of that nature are best to be avoided as well. Also, and this kind of surprised me, I thought maybe it would be considered okay, but they also said to avoid things like hay rides and tractor rides with non-family members. And again, I think it's that risk of being gathered together in a small area and the chance that you may be coming into too close, less than that six foot distance from people who are not part of your immediate family. Those are to be avoided. Hey there, parents. Are you tired of feeling like your kids are in charge at home, negotiating, demanding, and generally calling all the shots? Well, then I have a free resource for you called 10 Steps to Get Back in Charge of Your Kids. Just click the link below to download your own copy. Let's get you back in the driver's seat. All right, now I'm gonna move on to things that are considered more moderate risk activities. So these are things that you may wanna do, but proceed with cautions in place. One of them, this is one of my kids' very, very favorite Halloween season activities is booing. And booing in our neighborhood is real common. And that's where you would kind of do like a doorbell, you know, knock and dash, doorbell dash, but you leave behind a bag of treats or candy, something that is Halloween themed. So this is maybe a moderate risk. So this is something you could go ahead and do. You would not stay behind and interact with people in close proximity. Your boo bags that you make when you make them, again, this is part of that proceed with caution. Make sure when you're putting together these gift bags, these boo bags, you wash your hands thoroughly before you are packing them up. And then when you go ahead to do your booing, you're driving and walking around at night, you're placing the bag on the porch. 
you might want to consider not ringing the doorbell or if you ring the doorbell, make sure you get a good safe distance away so you're not risking coming too close to somebody and potentially infecting each other. And so it's something that you might do. I think my family will go ahead and continue with the booing tradition, but we'll just make sure we take a lot of extra precautions in terms of hand washing because we feel like it is a pretty safe, social distant way to have fun during the season. Another moderate risk activity, going to pumpkin patches. Just make sure that you check ahead of time to make sure that masks are being enforced, mask wearing, that there is hand sanitizers readily available, and that people are being able to be social distance and not gather in crowds when they are at pumpkin patch. Another idea would be to attend an outdoor, outside Halloween party. Just make sure, again, that if there's going to be many people there, that masks are being worn and that you're able to maintain social distance, physical distance, I should say, because obviously you're being social, but physical distance at six feet or more distance, and that you're not sharing food. And that if food will be consumed, it will be enough areas where people can spread out since, of course, masks will be removed, making sure that people can spread out and remove their masks and eat away from other people. So just make sure if you're going to attend an outdoor Halloween gathering that it's not so big that those different safety precautions could not be observed. Okay, now on to the low or no risk activities. First and foremost, go big with decorating your home this year. Find creative ways that you can celebrate Halloween and the spooky season with lots of fun decorations. They don't have to cost a lot of money. You can go crafty and figure out ways, hit Pinterest up, find fun ways that you could decorate your house or find a place where they are selling fun Halloween decor and maybe make that be more of what you focus on this year is decorating your home, the outside and inside to create that really fun atmosphere of the season, whether it's scary skeletons or pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns or ghosts and goblins. It's all super fun for kids. So go big with your decorations this year. Another thing that's super safe is, of course, carving pumpkins. We carve pumpkins pretty much every year. I think there was just one year we skipped it because I think somebody in the family was sick. But this is a good year that you want to definitely involve the kids in carving pumpkins and maybe spend more time than you normally would to like design them or make the super fancy ones that I look at and marvel at, that they sell the different stencils that help you create these incredible jack-o'-lanterns and carved pumpkins. So maybe spend a lot of time trying to really perfect the art of pumpkin carving this year. It's possible that you could do this with other people if you're doing it outside, people wearing their masks, they're on tables away from each other, but you can kind of enjoy it and display it for each other afterwards. Another fun idea, this might be a great idea of something to do on actual Halloween night. Instead of doing the door-to-door trick-or-treating, which we know, of course, is not advisable, instead plan for your family a Halloween-themed scavenger hunt. So what I mean by that is brainstorm and make a list of Halloween decorations that are commonly seen that your kids could go and hunt for from a safe distance while walking around the neighborhood. Things like witches and jack-o'-lanterns and cauldrons and tombstones, things of that nature that you have spotted, you know will be there. And you could, of course, include things like fallen leaves and real spiders and things of that nature as well that they could spot on the walk. This might be a fun thing to do on actual Halloween, like I said, or I'm a little bit worried that there may be some people that are not observing these recommendations and might actually still be out trick-or-treating door-to-door. And that may be really difficult to navigate with my kids who are like, wait a minute, 
these people are, are not, you know, they're still trick-or-treating door-to-door. Why can't we? And having to get into that navigating why people make different choices and our family doesn't make that choice, which would kind of make the whole day just a big bummer. So maybe do this on Halloween day, but maybe during the day instead of at nighttime when people are more likely to actually be trick-or-treating and not following the rules. Or maybe do it a day or two before Halloween when that won't be an issue. And you could do it at night when people's decorations might be lit up and looking at their best. And so once you brainstorm a list of things on a piece of paper, give your kids a pen and maybe a clipboard to go around and hunt for these things. Have them mark off the things that they spot them on their list. And then once they have filled off and checked every box in their list, they can come home and you can give them some type of a Halloween themed little prize or maybe a bag full of typical Halloween candy since they can't go door to door trick-or-treating. This would be a fun alternative for them to still have kind of a similar experience and still have a lot of fun, even with all the restrictions in place due to COVID-19. Another fun idea involving costumes is to go ahead and plan with your family and friends a Zoom costume contest. So you could still get all dressed up and fully decked out in your Halloween costumes and then set a time to have a virtual celebration in costume, you know, tie a prize or contest to it if that works for you and your family, if that would be fun for all of you. Plan that as part of it as well. Another thing you could do on Halloween night, since you're not going to be going door to door trick or treating, would be to plan a Halloween themed family movie night with treats. Depending upon the age of your kids, it could be a super scary movie or it could be something more family friendly that's not quite as scary. Otherwise, your kids may not sleep, not because of a sugar overload, but because of nightmares. So obviously, choose wisely based on your kids and their ages and stages. And then my last suggestion, instead of, of course, going door-to-door trick-or-treating in your neighborhood, which again, CDC has said no to, you could do something more like an Easter egg hunt, but instead of hunting for Easter eggs, they'd be hunting for candy. So maybe have the kids out of sight, someplace where they can't see you, hiding candy all over the house and then have the kids dress up in their costumes get out their little plastic pumpkins where they gather the candy from typically going door to door but instead just like you would with an easter basket have the kids hunt all around the house and discover where all the candy might be hidden in the house so i hope all these ideas have given you some ways in which you could celebrate halloween with your family maybe a little differently than you typically would But in a way, I think that could still bring a lot of joy and fun and the real spirit of the season for you and your family. I've included a link in my show notes to the CDC recommendations. They go into some other recommendations having to do with all the holidays that are upon us pretty soon and their recommendations for safe ways that you can celebrate the different holidays coming up. I just went into Halloween today, but I might follow up in the future with some more recommendations of how to celebrate other holidays, given the restrictions that are presented to us with the pandemic. I hope you have a wonderful Halloween with your families. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to the 3D Parent Podcast. I hope it has provided you with the inspiration you need for building stronger relationships with your children and trusting your instincts when it comes to parenting. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered on the podcast, or if you'd like one-on-one parent coaching, head over to the3dparent.com and click the contact tab to send me your question. If today's discussion empowered your parenting, please be sure to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and a review. Also, I'd love to connect with you on social media. 
So take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at the3dparent. I look forward to meeting you here again next week on the 3D Parent Podcast.